0: Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily, everybody. Trevor Hall here with a corporate update from Black Wolf Copper and Gold and CEO Mr. Robert McLeod. Black Wolf does trade on the TSX Venture with BWCG and on the OTC with BWCGF. Uh, a little bit of important administrative news and exploration news from the company. Uh, there's a lot, lot happening. There's a, I mean, Rob, you are so excited about some of these uh, pro specs at the Cantu property you've been sharing a lot of photos of it uh real unique highly prospective veins that uh you're popping out at surface you're really looking forward to drilling uh we've got uh some permits for exploration drilling permits in hand now uh and you've also identified uh, more of these veins at Cantu uh you know without me kind of giving away <laughs> the news let's hear it from you let's talk about these permits first uh important where do we go from here
1: Yeah, well, thanks for uh, summarizing basically today's news, Trevor. Um, uh, But the 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 permits actually have been several months in 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 coming, and you know, I'm uh, it's caused a lot of anxiety because I was hoping to have these back in June. But uh, I am respectful of of the process that uh, the the U.S. Forest Service has for uh, for for expiration on lands, and it doesn't matter if it's in Alaska or Idaho or Nevada or or Utah or any of the, the places where there's mining on, on federal lands, there is a process that they have to follow. And what, what's really interesting with, um, uh, with uh, some of the work that they do, and they also did uh, a similar type of study uh, at, um, at our Niblack project, is that uh, mining cultural heritage is now deemed important, uh, to, um, uh, to the, the Department of the Interior. So prior to uh, receiving permits, and, you know, there's a plan of operations that we've outlined, is that uh, typically at their expense, uh, the feds send out, uh, you know, professional archaeologists that document, you know, any of the historic workings. And, you know, in the case of, of, uh, uh, of, of Cantu, we've identified a bunch uh, they basically spent the summer uh, trying to get some archaeologists out and were stymied by bad we- weather each time. Mm. And so what, what we've agreed to in the permit is that prior to, con- say, construction of drill pads, is we will have professional archaeologists that will be on site uh, to ensure that we are not disturbing anything that would be deemed uh, I- important ter- in terms of the heritage of the project. And, and, and a, kind of a, a second, and, and this is a new and interesting one, and I, you know, I think this is a good, good uh, uh, development in, in terms of um, you know, environmental impacts for, for exploration or mining, is our crews actually have to have botanical training, training on uh, rare uh, plant species prior to going out. So we are expediting to get that done as soon as possible.
0: Oh, very interesting. Yeah, uh, I, I think it goes without saying, uh, but you did mention it, and you did mention it in the news release. You said, uh, in regards to Cantu, to uh, the the wide veins represent the most compelling exploration target that I've seen in the Golden Triangle. Your words, uh,
1: uh, and and certainly that's not hyperbole. It's these are um, I, I still can't. Uh, uh, it's surreal to me that these have not, you know, really been identified. Like, I've spent the bulk of my career and, and, you know, probably know the geology in this part of the world, you know, as as good or if not better than than most explorationists in in the Golden Triangle. And I had no idea that these were sitting there. Like, they, um, you know, there is a uh, 30-meter-wide, very high high sulfide, multiple-phase vein uh, breccia, that it is in a, in a pretty difficult spot to get to. It is outcropping in a, a gully, in, a, in multiple gullies along a cliff. And, uh, you know, f- with the few samples that we've, we've be- been able to either find historically or numbers that we've taken ourselves, you know, run exceptionally good gold grades in sort of the 20 to 30 gram per ton uh, uh, range and with some very high silver as well. And what, so, what we've been able to do with some surface work, and we brought in a couple of California climbers to help us out, is cool. that we have found, that, yeah, they're, they're exactly how you imagine them, Trevor, um, is uh, uh, identified a whole series of these basically from the bottom of the valley to two thirds of the way up, um, up, uh, up, up Cantu Mountain. And so this is a completely undrilled prospect. There was historic production here, the extent of which I didn't truly appreciate until we found some of the infrastructure, such as the historic tram lines. Uh, But these look really, they almost look too good to be true, man. So, um, uh, you know, these are, as as an exploration geo, uh, it's these type of targets that, and this is, again, what's caused, you know, certainly for me and a lot of our shareholders, anxiety over the summer is like the, the, this is the type of target where we could really make a, you know, either a discovery like Pogo or like uh, the SNP mine where there's these big veins. That's what these remind me of mm-hmm. that um, and that are on echelon in an area that has significant endowment in terms of brass production. So, um, and, and then uh, uh, just to, to further expand, you know, our claim group, you know, we, we've been able to find these prospects along strike, just not a, a up and down, across strike, but a long strike for over five kilometers now. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's tough prospecting because we're in coastal rainforest, mm-hmm. uh, but we found a lot of these different zones uh, over the course of the summer from our, our team crashing through the bush of, uh, of southeast Alaska. Uh,
0: tough prospecting, does that translate into tough drilling? What, uh, what's your no, speculation?
1: No, not, not at all. It's okay. just, you know, uh, it, 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 hey, if you look at a lot of these sort of active exploration companies and new discoveries, you know, uh, looking at companies like Goliath or even Skina Resources uh, and, um, and, uh, uh, and SK Mining, uh, you know, KSM Tudor, these are all exploration work up in the high alpine where you can see a lot of rocks. You know, when you're down in the trees, you know, uh, geology. We have as geologists. We uh, we like to go where we can see the most lithologies down in in, in the trees. They haven't been explored because you don't see as many outcrops. But what we did find, and this was from some hydro timers is gave us a bunch of old reports and maps that had been sitting around. And you know, starting with last year, with a, an original map that helped us, you know, led us to Staking Cantu. But we found, you know, probably another ten or eleven historic prospects that were not documented in any of uh, the either the territorial for the time in Alaska, or, or the state or the federal archives, is that, you know, that you, you don't have to file assessment work on federal claims. Hmm. So you, uh, a lot of these historic showings kind of got lost to, to time in the public domain. And if it wasn't for this old family, you know, fourth generation family up in, in Hyder, Alaska, um, you know, the, the, these, these old prospects could have been forgotten. So that whole area, which is right adjacent to Ascot Resources' uh, uh, premier gold project, um, is we're very likely exploring the same part of that system, but across the border from Canada into uh, into uh, uh, into Alaska. So the way that the whole thing is really coming together is 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 very cool on on uh, uh, a history and certainly a geological and exploration side.
0: Obviously, some high-grade samples have been have been grabbed from your team, but also historic teams from the USGS that you mentioned in the property description. I mean, 30 grams per ton gold, over 2,000 grams per ton silver, 5.8% copper, just in samples alone. Uh, tw- 25 years ago or longer, USGS was pulling 27 grams per ton gold samples uh, from the area. So tell me about strategy with these first couple you know well with the drill bit what are you going to be targeting first i'm assuming some sort of upper upper vein gold rich mineralization but how deep do you take this thing to try to get the full paint the full picture
1: so hey and this is this is part of the the decision that will you know funding will certainly come come into it because these are going to be long holes to test the full stack and hey if we're doing this we're starting it you know, I want to have, you know, probably a seven or 800-meter hole as our first one because we're seeing these stack veins, historic tunnels. Um, we're, 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 uh, we should be getting some assays in very shortly on some of these lower veins that are outcropping at the valley bottom. Um, actually, some of them might have been even still under glacial ice when, when the bulk of the work was done in the 20s. So, you know, we're, we do want to get a series of holes that are basically, we're sitting up above these cliffs, and, you know, your, your listeners can go to our website or our social media to see some of the photos. But we'll basically start on, on top of the mountain and, you know, drill uh, towards the cliffs, you know, with uh, 50 to 100 meters from uh, the surface uh, exposure and do, do a series of them. You know, it's, it, the, these type of vein systems, certainly if you look at the past producing Big Missouri Deposit, where the premier deposit is that you can often get a series of these structures in in kind of the same stack, hmm. and so uh, you know we 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 want to we want to get a few few bites on it and and uh, and go from there. There are a bunch of other targets further along strike towards our Mineral Hill area, uh, but uh, those would come in subsequent drill phases. You know, yeah. it's and so that there is going to be a push. We do have winter is coming to use the cliche. And uh, we do have a couple of things to get done, in ter- including that archaeological survey that I want to get done, regardless whether or not we can pull it off in October. You know, if we have a nice October, there's drills in Stewart, there's core facilities, there's you know, I know half the town. We can you know potentially get up, get one or two, three holes done, and then and then uh, and then follow up in the spring. Okay. But uh, we, we we will you know next week or the following week have. You know, likely additional news on if we can pull it off or not.
0: Okay, so, on the on the timeline of this. Okay, that was yeah. that was a follow-up question. You know, is this an area because it's it you're not as high elevation as a lot of other places in the Golden Triangle? Is this a place you can work year round, or is snowfall still kind uh, of dampen exploration work during the high winter months?
1: Oh, oh, oh it's it certainly yeah, it, uh, achievable. That you do get, you know, you can get four or five feet of snow in 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 the night. Sure. And so uh, it can be, it, for this phase of drilling, it's, you know, probably not the safest thing to do for your crews. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of the key thing is, is also water, is if you can have drill water that's nearby. So you take, you know, the premier mine, which is like, you know, there's uh, like a kilometer away, they're, they're doing activity, is, um, you know, certainly with that sort of site, you can, you can work year-round. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you're, you're not on the tops of the mountain with some of my other companies and projects where, you know, it is really challenging to do winter programs. So, right. but, you know, it, the further, da- the lower you are down, in, down in the valley, the the sooner you can start in springtime as well, too. So, okay. and, uh. Uh, and uh, you know, and, and, and certainly closer to, to town and closer to roads and stuff like that. So it's uh, it, it should be lower cost expiration than than many other projects in the Golden Triangle where you need remote camps and stuff.
0: Well, as a shareholder of this company, I, I do hope you are able to get a drill rig up there on that hill <laughs> uh, before the end of the year. That'd be nice. But I do understand that you know you, there's still a few things that need to be done. Uh, but, uh, it, you know, I, I do believe that the market as awful as it has been this year is still able to reward discoveries, uh, which I hope you can make. And it sounds like you're on the right track. You know, let me get your market sense. Do you feel like despite the volatility in this junior exploration market that there is uh, a little bit of, uh, love for new discoveries?
1: Oh, oh yeah, you're 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 seeing it, and you know even the, the the speculative type of discoveries, which as a you know CEO, I typically try to shy away from the the visual type ex, uh, uh, disclosures. But you know the the certainly the excitement for you know new discoveries such as Snowline or you know some of the visuals say that are coming out of like Goliath Resources or. Um, even that crazy gold metals and in, in, uh, nickel thing up in, in, in Quebec is that you see that there, the speculators, and including myself, I like buying and trading these stocks sometimes too, is that there is a, a, an, an appreciation for, uh, for, for a new discovery. We certainly know that corporate eyes are watching this project as well too. There is a, you know, just from the pipeline around the Golden Triangle, there's, there is a lot of tire kicking that's been going on up there uh, over the past couple of months, in terms of valuations for advanced stage projects or even explorers from you know mid tiers, that you know I don't know if they're being more opportunistic or not, but the um, the desire for many you know international companies to actually get projects in the Golden Triangle is quite high. Um, I was up actually up there with a uh, with with a new corporate, new to the area, um, uh, mid tier last week. And so it's, a, it, it's really encouraging to, to see as a, as a safe pol- political jurisdiction with some spectacular deposits that the Golden Triangle is, is still getting attention despite challenging markets all
0: right uh rob we'll probably talk to you again here in the coming weeks as news will continue to come out from black wolf copper and gold and Cantu or any of the projects within the uh asset portfolio but until then uh be safe good luck keep everybody uh in good uh spirits up there because uh in this kind of market we we'll take anything we can get won't we
1: oh man yeah well it's they're up dealing with challenging like it's been uh there's been a—it looks like Florida up there. There's a—you know—been a, you know, a five-day monsoon of rain, <laughs> and uh, so our crews have been kind of stuck in town, and you know, maybe getting out for a few hours. But when, you know, when helicopter pilots can't fly up in that part of the world and they're good mountain pilots, you know, it's really, really bad. Yeah. But it's not quite as depressing as walking down House Street and seeing all the stock <laughs> brokers. stockbrokers. <laughs> <All
0: right. laughs> That's Rob McLeod from Black Wolf Copper and Gold. That's your update today. Again, trading on the TSX Venture with BWCG and on the OTC with BWCGF. Thanks, Rob. Have a great day, buddy. All right. Thanks, man. The information presented should not be considered investment advice.